0: What's up guys, Brett Appley here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Fight Night, Tom Aspinall versus Marcin Ty Burra in London. 15 fights on the slate, it is a big one, a lot of competitive fights here. I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup I like from a DraftKings perspective before I do please make sure to subscribe to the channel like the video and comment below give me your favorite play in the 8k range I kind of think the 8k range is going to be avoided this week for the most part there's just there's not a lot of standout options the ownership is going to be staggered into the 9k range and so if you got someone you like in the 8k range that can you can potentially uh, make standout constructions that way so curious to hear what you all have to say Without further ado, let's get into my cash game play of the week. It's going to be our main event favorite, Tom Aspinall at 9.7K. All right, hard to ignore Tom Aspinall at the top in cash games, especially due to the value that we have this week. There are several competitive fights, like I mentioned, a lot of near pick'ems, um, 8K and below, Berez, Ashmoose, Grant, Bannon, Herbert, bow all values. odds interesting for cash games, Shaqasey. Andre Feely. A lot of these fighters are viable in cash games, and it just makes it easy to pay up even multiple times. And so, yeah, Tom Aspinall will be chalky, but I think he's your cash game player of the week there. Minus 478 favorite over Marcin Tybura. Minus 325 to win inside the distance here. Plus five rounds to work with. Um, I mean, look, he is a better athlete than Marcin Tybura. He's faster, more explosive. Probably a better boxer, probably a better wrestler. He's likely going to have grappling success early, potentially uh, wins by knockout in round one. I think that's a viable outcome. Tyber has been hurt and finished early in fights in the past. The real question is, what does Tom Aspinall look like? A, coming off a brutal knee injury, and B, what does he look like in an extended fight? If this fight gets into round three and beyond, I'm just not sure if Aspinall is going to be as energetic as he has been early in fights and I'm not you know there's potential for his game to fall apart I don't think that's going to happen also because I expect an early finish from Aspinall in this fight but that's Marcin tibero's path to victory you know he he waited it out against Blagoly Ivanov, dominated round three he waited it out against Alexander Romanov dominated round 3 tyber Tybrero's got great cardio he's gone five rounds before he's a good submission grappler He's just, he's slower and his game isn't as effective. So I don't expect Tybura to be winning this fight early, but the longer the fight goes, the, the more chance Tiber will have to come from behind. Regardless, um, Aspinall makes for a great cash game target given his metrics, a heavy favorite, great inside the distance line, grappling upside. I will consider pivoting away from him in tournaments because he's going to be very, very popular at 9.7K, but I think he's your cash game play of the week there. Moving on to our tournament play of the week. I'm going to give you an 8K range fighter that I like. Again, it's really, really tricky in this range. So if you pick someone different, that's totally fine. I like some shares of Daniel Marcos at 8.5K. He's going to be boomer bust, just like a lot of fighters in this range. But I think he has some knockout upside against Davy Grant. He's around minus 150 to win. Coming off a second round knockout against uh simon olivera scored 104 points he is plus 225 to win inside the distance against davy grant this is a step up in competition for him for sure but he he rates out pretty well marcos and i mean defending strikes at 71 percent thus far he looks to be a pretty capable striker davy grant's been knocked down multiple times in the ufc by manny bermudez by martin day by jonathan martinez And he won a couple of those fights, actually. But, you know, if Day and Martinez and Bermudas can hurt Grant, I do think Marcos has knockout potential as well. Grant probably has more grappling upside. Also, could win a competitive decision. I'm not saying Marcos deserves to be a heavy favorite here. But I think Marcos is a little bit more technical, a little bit more effective as a striker. And for DraftKings purposes, at 8.5K, you know, I'm hoping for a knockout. I prefer him to some other fighters in this range. I don't expect him to be super popular. Plus 225 inside the distance. Rates out fine for finishing upside. A little bit boomer bust there, but I like Marcos in tournaments. He's my tournament play of the week. All right, moving on to my salary play of the week. I'm going to roll with Daniel Bares at 7.9K. He is in a near pick'em with Jeff Filo in the opening prelim fight. Minus 103 as the underdog. 7.9K, though Barrez fought on the Contender Series against Carlos Hernandez, landed like five takedowns, lost a very competitive decision, but still performed admirably, and then went out and won a bunch of fights in the in a row on the regional scene. He just rates out as a pretty competent distance striker, pretty competent wrestler, decent round winner, decent submission grappler, and he's fighting Jafel Filo, who just lost to Muhammad Mukayev by submission, which is, there's no real shame in that, but... Philo doesn't really project well long-term for me. I mean, he landed nine strikes in nearly 15 minutes. He's not a great distance striker. Not the best wrestler either. His primary path to victory in the UFC, I think is going to be by submission. And it's possible he gets Daniel Barrez's back and, and chokes him out at some point. But I think Barrez is going to have the round winning advantage. He's going to have the wrestling advantage and also might be able to hurt Jafel Filo. So Barrez is 7.9K and plus 250 to win inside the distance. Some wrestling upside, some knockout upside. There's a handful of underdogs you can target. I mean, Bow line value, Herbert line value, Bannon line value, Grant even on the other side of the Marcos matchup, There, Barrett. They're, they're, I'm expecting several underdogs to win on this card. Um, Barrez is just one of them. You don't have to play him, but I do think he has significant win equity for 7.9k. Again, I think he can wrestle his way to victory, earn control time, potentially has some knockout upside there, too, plus 250 to win inside the distance. Overall, I think he's a pretty solid salary saver at 7.9k. And finally, the matchup of the week. This may be a surprising one. I'm not sure, but I'm going with the co-main event in Molly McCann versus Julia Stolyarenko. McCann is down to minus 207 as a favorite. Stolyarenko plus 175. I just want exposure to the winner of this fight, mostly because, I mean, A, McCann is a very high-volume fighter. We've seen time and again her ability to land strikes at a very high pace. She tops 100 significant strikes in most of her wins. She has... Good boxing, power, knockout upside. She can also wrestle. Averages 1.67 takedowns per 15 minutes. In her wins, McCann has scored 111, 110, 93, 109, 85, 91. Not all those are going to be optimal scores at 9.4K. But I also think she has a chance to finish Stolyarenko, who's kind of been early armbar or bust throughout her career. McCann's plus 120 to win inside the distance. If she wins, there's a good chance it comes with takedown strikes. And potentially a knockout. Stolyarenko is just knocked out by Chelsea Chandler. Chelsea Chandler in round one. So if that's possible, I definitely think McCann has finishing upside, which would likely give her a very good score for 9.4K. But on the other side of the coin here, where McCann loses is on the ground. 44% takedown defense. Her losses have been via grappling. Stolyarenko, while I don't really think she's a great grappler, I do think she can land a takedown early in this fight. She went out there and mounted Ch- Chelsea Chandler in like 30 seconds. The issue is with Stolyarenko, she pretty much only knows how to armbar. So she gave up mount in order to land an armbar, didn't get it, and got TKO'd. She could take down Molly McCann. And I mean, if she gets in mount on Molly McCann and goes for an armbar, yeah, I don't think she's likely to land it, but it's definitely possible. And Stolyarenko's one win in the UFC... 42 second arm bar and that scored her 123 points. And at 6.8k, I think she's got a ton of upside. Um, plus 300 to win inside the distance. I think she will get at least one opportunity early via grappling. And I'm just not that confident. You know that McCann will survive it. I- I'm expecting McCann to survive, but McCann was just submitted by Aaron Blanchfield. And McCann's been out grappled a number of times in her career. So, Ranko has early finishing upside. That's probably her only path to victory, but I think it's viable for 6.8k lower ownership. I will be on Ranko. I will be on McCann. I want exposure to the winner of this fight. I think the winner projects pretty well. All right guys, that's going to be it for this week's UFC quick picks. Thank you again for the support. You can follow me on Twitter @dailywtwp. dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns. Needs just spent like an hour and a half with my boy Gordo gambles, breaking down every single fight on the slate. So definitely check that out if you would like to. Uh, Please subscribe to the channel, like the video. And again, let me know your favorite play in the 8K range. Thanks again for the support. Take care. Stay safe. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace.